coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Promoting peace, healthy living, and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gon Mueller. I'm Barbara Gon Mueller, and I welcome you to another episode of Peace Podcast. You know, peace begins with each of us, and today we're going to interview Irene Kai. I could talk to Irene Kai probably for two days, but I'm going to try to do it in 20 minutes because she has so much to offer. She's an artist. She's an author. She was born in Hong Kong, moved to Ashland, Oregon, and I don't even know the in-between part. She'll share that with us, but she is the co-founder of the Ashland Culture of Peace, and this is what I am excited about today. I was just interviewing David Wick, her, her wonderful partner, and he said that you become the flame, the flame for peace. And I asked Irene off camera, Irene, where did peace begin for you? So Irene, let's start and welcome. And where did peace begin for you? In my heart. My heart is the sacred flame. Um, we all have that, and we all know that because humanity starts in our heart. We all understand that. And once we get inspired and, and without the daily um, busyness, when we get inspired, that is when the flame just glows. Then, is a flame. Yes, I feel that. And and Irene, I know I talked to you earlier with David about the flame that you discovered while you were in Wales. And I just want you to just, could you give us a couple seconds of how your intuition led you to the flame and you brought it back to Ashland? Because I don't want to lose that. Okay, so um, we had, my daughter and myself just was inspired to go to the UK for an art um, exhibit. So we went and we rented a car. For one day, we saw the exhibit and my daughter decided that we should utilize the car and go sightseeing somewhere and to visit Wales. So we did and we went to Wales, drove into the Snowdonia National Park, deep in the mountain. And at dusk, we need to turn the car around to go back to town. And as I turn into an outlet behind the mountain, and the first thing it comes straight towards me is a beautiful glass monument with a flame on top. And on the glass, it says, the world is flame. And I was so stunned. I came out of the car really get deep contact with my eyes with the flame. And I just understood at that moment, I was so moved because that flame is a representation of unity because that flame was a, um, it's seven sacred flame from five continents flew lie to Wales and joined 
to become a world peace plan. And, and the Asian flame is from Gandhi's memorial, his eternal flame. You know, you think about how our life puts us in the right place at the right time, and how your daughter said, let's go for a tour. And you didn't say no, you said, let's do it. It's like when that door opens, how you go through it, and you don't know what you don't exactly know why you're going through it, but you know that at the other end something's there. And, and there you were, you found this peace flame. Now let's move forward. And that was about what year was that? 2015. And then how did it get to Ashland, Oregon? When I found out what when I was so touched and moved by the sight of the flame, and I was very inspired. Mm -hmm. And I, at that time, I was living in Ashland. And in Southern Oregon, where I live, is Native American land. And also, 200 years ago, the Chinese were here um, digging ditches, uh, ditches for the gold miners, their laborers. And it's about over a thousand of them and the one little town was the chinatown um in right around here where i live and they when the gold dried up they disappeared because some of them were killed they were driven out and in ashland it used to be a gathering land for many tribes of native americans and this is where they lay down their weapon, go to the water, and, and it's a peace gathering place. And they too get chased out. So when I know the history of Ashland, and when I was so inspired by the World Peace Flame, I was so moved and driven to bring the World Peace Flame to Ashland to heal all the ancestral wounds on the land. To heal the pain, to bring that to Ashland so that Ashland could be almost like a forgiveness place. And the joy of that flame, I can just feel it in your passion. I have these little bumps on my arms because it's so powerful. You know, people, I want you to hear this. You never know what's going to come your way. And when it does, take advantage of it. Because like I, Irene and David brought this flame to a place where the junior high kids are taking care of it on a weekly basis. It's almost like a sacred duty to protect this flame. This flame for peace, which David mentioned in an earlier interview, was used for the peace conference. Irene, I want to segue into you. You are an amazing woman. First of all, I'm reading your book with great gusto right now. What is the name of your book? The Golden Mountain Beyond the American Dream. And as I began this book, I was reading it online. I didn't want to go do anything else. I just wanted to read your book because there were some tragedies in the early pages of your book. When you talked about, I don't know where, where you fit in that because I didn't get very far yet. Um, but as you talked about the Chinese not honoring women and how we today have changed that culture, I hope they're honoring women today because you're such a powerful light of a woman. The whole idea of the book, how I started is in my culture, even 
here in the United States in um, a different way. The woman, especially at that time in China, is not worth even living. So our status of being a person is not even worth it. So the struggle of that, I have really, um, these stories are true, by the way. It's a history of my family. It's a history of four generations of women in my family and their journey, what it means to be a woman in the span of a hundred years for the two continents in China. And we try to assimilate into the United States. And I am an immigrant and my challenges to be a woman and uh, not of Caucasian descent is very difficult. Mm. Well, Irene, I am so delighted that I am going to be able to finish your book. It is uh, awe-inspiring to say the least, but it's written so well. It's like you tell the story in such vivid detail that you're there crying when the little girl is no longer with us. You're there as your parents or as your grandparents emerge and realize what they can do. And then here you are today in Ashland, Oregon, working for peace. And I would like to talk a little bit about your role in the culture of peace, because you are co-founder of the Ashland Culture of Peace Commission. Talk about your role in that now. In the Ashland Culture of Peace tradition. It is really my life now that um, I look back I realized that I'm very blessed because I am guided. Um, just like how I discovered the Peace Frame, I met David online. That is 20 years ago. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, so do what I am inspired to do. And I really understand when we're inspired and when we have that impulse, go for it. Go for it with gusto. So not only do you go for it with gusto, but you you did the fin finale of the peace conference. And David was so proud of the lighting of the candles and the final ceremony. Talk about that ceremony. What inspired you to bring your flame to that entire gathering? With the peace conference, I was very inspired by Ambassador Chaudhry, his life's work and David's work with him and how he was inspired by the middle school children. And he is seeing his life's work coming alive. Mm -hmm. and, and I start to really understand and embrace his idea, his theory of what it means to be in action, um, carrying out the culture of peace. What does culture of peace mean? So I 
am like a little student, really happy to do my dissertation of what culture of peace means in my life and in my environment. So I um, developed the conference with um, David and um, connect the, the, our com entire community uh, to be in the same room in unity to show Ambassador Chaudhry his life's work. It's, it's, the, it's my song for Ambassador. You know, uh, I have to honor something you said about inspired. When you're inspired, follow that goal, that dream, the inspiration um, to have that conference and to have that finale. I mean, there's so much we could talk about, but we're listening to Irene Kai. Irene Kai is not only a author, she is a missionary, I swear, a missionary for peace. She has listened to her inspiration, which led her to the flame in Wales. And now she's a co-founder of the Commission for Peace in Ashland. I'm going to let you finish with your dream for our world. What is your dream for the world today, Irene? Imagine a world that works for all of us. And we are absolutely the agent to make that happen. Imagine a world that works for all of us and our role in that world that will work for all. You know, so many people say, well, why should I do this? Because the government's not doing that. And my husband and I, the late Robert Mueller would say, well, what kind of world do you want? Because that's what you put in your mind and that's what you bring with you wherever you go. Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, that is why when I first came to the United States, I, I didn't speak English, but the third or fourth year when I was here, by chance, I was in Madison Square Garden. John Lennon came up and sang, imagine, that changed my life. That is so beautiful. We're listening to Irene Kai, and you're listening to the Power of Peace podcast. You're listening to peacepodcast.org. And the power we each hold inside of us is a magic way. And if you read Irene's book, Irene, give us a title again. The Golden Mountain Beyond the American Dream. If you read that book and you begin to understand who this woman is and she, she put the history of her family into it and you begin to see why peace is so important for our future, why peace today is what we all need to bring to each other. And wherever you are, peace is possible. Irene, you were just magic today. Thank you for sharing. Thank you, Barbara. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. And you're listening to peacepodcast.org. I'm Barbara Gon Mueller. Don't hesitate to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, or Google, because share this. Tell your friends. I want you to listen to Irene. She's a person that needs your voice, your voice and your vote. Thank you, Irene. It's a pleasure. You. You're so welcome. Bless you.